We've done a little journey in the word of God and I've come to the point where we have understood that the apex of grace, when you talk about the dispensation of grace, speaking to the abounding grace of God, having known what grace is not, not a greeting, not all of that, not licentiousness, not legalism, grace not being unmerited favor or undeserved access, grace not being all of that. We have come now to know what grace is, that is a mystery that comes by revelation. If it doesn't hit your spirit revelatory wise, you don't know grace. You can sing about it. You can say anything about it. You can even preach it. Because grace is not a topic. No, not, not a topic for a sermon. It's a lifestyle. It's a real life that, and we've, we've said a few things and have now come to know that the apex of grace, that when grace hits the crescendo, the height, it is divinity housing in humanity. When our bodies become the house of God. Please, not in rhetorical terms, not in some figure of speech, but in tangible terms that every child of God comes to know that I am filled with all, not some, not many, not a lot, but I am filled with all the fullness of God. If you come to Christ and you have not reached this understanding, I'm sorry, but you're still wallowing in the shallow waters of faith. That you get to know tangibly that I am filled with all, not some. Filled with all the fullness of God. So much that everything about my life is giving expression to divinity. Giving expression to divinity. We'll get to the place whilst the year gets along. But let me have somebody say, God will not be trapped within. I will not trap God within. I will give expression to divinity. I will give expression. I will give expression to divinity. Hallelujah. And it's significant for me to let you know that that is all you live for. Praise Jesus. That is all you live for. Giving expression to divinity is not some private agenda, some private orientation of some few specially called people. Once again, I speak over the family of God here. That living in signs and wonders and diverse miracles will be a common phenomenon. A common phenomenon. 
Maroda Sondegi go Shantapaya. Eva Garadosienteke. I really want to make the strong announcement that the stronghold of Islam has come down. They are running to Christ. They are running to Christ. Their time is up. Their time is up. Higher call say. Let some child of God declare, I am the house of God. I am the house of God. Well, some of the things we'd, we've declared in time past, as these ministries are coming on, you get it better. That you are the headquarters of heaven. When we preached, all the fullness of God fills us. It was made clear to us that the Father is in us, the Son is in us, the Holy Ghost is in us. What else? What else? So we've come to that point, and church, today I want to make just one little point in all that I'm going to share. And then the rest across the week in our teaching services will push. This thing about our Lord Jesus, I'm begging again, if I have to say it a hundred times, for the church to get it, I'm going to do it. Because in Proverbs, Jesus himself, himself speaks expressly. Jesus spoke in, the, in Proverbs that he is daily the delight of the Godhead. He is daily the delight of the Father. What it means is that the greatest thing the Godhead, the Father wants to see. Have, please, I want to repeat it. This Jesus thing is not about church. Anybody who makes the mistake of thinking this Jesus thing, that is why you have a lot of church people who are so sanctimonious in church and in the office place, you are wondering if there is any child of God there at all. I want to say that the Jesus agenda is bigger than our earth planet. The Jesus agenda on the mind of God. It's so huge. When I say that Jesus' agenda is about the universe, it feels like it's an understatement because it's bigger than that.
That is why everybody must feel so excited when you get to know that such a huge agenda of God has captured you. That you have been listed in it. You must feel something that that which propels existence of any form and any kind at any level that which drives existence the source of all existence has found me located me and captured me in in colossians we are giving some 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 strong information Listen to it in Colossians 1 and 15. Who is the image of the invisible God? The firstborn of every creature. Who are we talking about here? Oh, nobody spoke to me. Who are we talking about here? Jesus. Now listen to me. When we talk about Jesus being the image of the invisible God, we are not talking about Jesus that appeared here through Mary some 2,000 plus years ago. Like it said. That body, that physical body that came to him. When we talk about Jesus being the image of the invisible, that's not who we are talking about. Through eternity past, those who have been consistent with ministry, we have read in church where Jesus spoke of the agreement within the Godhead for him to be brought forth. So that as invisible in magnificence as the Godhead is, he will be the contact point. That is why this word, going forward if we get the grace, we'll talk about it. That in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God. Remember, John tells us God is a spirit. So he's saying that in the beginning, a spirit brought tangibility. How did he hold it? How did he handle it? This is why much later you come to hear that by him all things were made he was the image he was made the image the tangible so when the bible talks about that is why much later hebrews tells us that his hands laid the foundations of the earth and the heavens are his handiworks because in the godhead he was the visible image the tangible part in agreement I believe those who have followed ministry for a while are enjoying these things a lot better. Let all Israel know. Behold, that the Lord, Jehovah, our God, our Elohim, is one Lord. Out of the Elohim, he was made the visible. He was made the visible. We are told that he is the image of the invisible God. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. 
and I am proud to let the world know that I love Jesus. He's the best thing that happened to me. Hallelujah. When you continue the reading, you hear the apostle explain to the Colossian church, for by him were all things created. For by him were how many things? Those of you who were in church on Friday, the all things agenda. Glory to God. For by him, well, why would he not be the heir of all things? Why would the father not give all things to him? For by him, were all things created that are in heaven and that are in the earth, visible and invisible. Listen to me. The Jesus agenda It's not limited to the four walls of any church. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. How many of you are aware that until today, every day, there's a new scientific discovery of something the world never knew? Every day. Every day. One scientist that does not believe in the Lord, the, the, the Lord God now looks at his discovery and says, that there must be an intelligible being behind this thing I'm discovering. I was sharing it across the week. And I said, you know, the minute he said so, I remembered Athens. He said to the unknown God. You know there is somebody. You know there is somebody. You know there is somebody. That is why I wish to tell anybody under the sound of my voice. That your life is too small for Jesus to handle. The matters concerning your life. The challenge is your absolute trust in him. Too many of us have become believing unbelievers. We are in here. We have accepted Jesus. We believed him. But we don't believe him for the matters of our lives. That he has capacity to create where there is nothing. He has the ability to produce. He knows how to bring to pass. As we're setting our hearts on that thing. That this is him. That's why I pray grace that all the big things. The real things that he's done. Catches our attention. And it will be easy for you to believe him. That in these little things. That if I stand bef before a dead man. It is no difficult thing for him to bring life into that dead man. If I stand in front of crippled legs, if I stand before Muslim souls, it is not difficult for this Jesus. If we get to know how much he's been able to do. So all things were made by him. Now listen to the last one in 17. He is before all things. Do you now understand that being the image of God is not that which was born some few years ago. He is before all things. He was there. Jesus was there before anything ever came into existence. Hear out. So listen to what he says. He said, I was beside the Godhead like one who grew up together with him. 
This is Jesus talking about the Father. He said, I grew together with him. I was beside him. And he boom. I'm no less. So much later when the apostle says that, that he did not consider it robbery to be God. He himself had made these confessions already. He made these declarations already that this is who I am. This is who I am. I am in the realm of the Godhead. And, and here he says he's before all things and by him. <laughs> by him. By him. All things. I need to let somebody understand that Jesus is, this, is the reason why the La Beach has not arrived in his home. <laughs> this is what the scripture is saying. Jesus is the reason why the Pluto or the Satan has not missed this course to come and hit the earth and crash us. He said, by him, all things. So listen, the Jesus agenda in the mind of God is bigger than the planet earth. Greater. Greater and greater. And what was, so you know what? We have to count ourselves. What is man that thou art mindful of? And the son of man that thou visiteth. When he was saying these things, he was speaking prophetically to that which we will become today. That which will happen to us today. That we, in the final analysis, the topmost agenda of God, you and I would become careers. Careers. Careers of God. Here. Here. That I carry God. Oh, may ye sente ke kasonte yakasta. By Jesus all things consist. We started a discourse on Friday trying to establish that Jesus has been the container of all things. Everything less. But child of God, this morning I want you to leave church with this orientation. That Jesus was never anything to himself. Can I say that again? When we talk about Jesus, as I'm celebrating Jesus and talking about who he is, that which is our life, talking about what he can do, talking about that which he possesses, speaking to that which Jesus means and all that, I want you to get this deep in. That if Jesus was so, it was never to himself. He knows he is God. He knows his beginnings. He knows everything to himself. And Jesus does not need your accentuation for him to be who he is. 
So everything Jesus was made was not to himself. And this is how the child of God must begin to see the Christ he has come to. Because Jesus is to your advantage. You, you, you don't get it. You know, there are eternalities to these things we talk about Jesus. But it's important for me to tell you that when he touches you, he leaves a deposit for the physicals to see. I'm telling you this. For your advantage, for your profiting. If you decide to lower your goal, your mind, to pettiness, of this life. You run after what everybody's running. So the other day, the disciples were talking. He said, lift up now thine eyes. Do you know why they were asked to lift up their eyes? They had joined the world, they looking down. Why would anybody tell, tell you, lift up now thine eyes? So people would do all kinds of stupid things just because they want a relationship. They are looking down. All crazy things just because they want money. They want to drive a new car. Do all kinds of sacrificing everything Christ means in them as a way they are looking down. Thinking that this life is all about getting married, give, giving birth to children, driving a new car, or building a new house as a way. It's become so, so competitive amongst people, young men of today. Everybody thinking that that is what this thing Jesus is about. But I brought you an announcement that no, it is huge and bigger than that. And if you allow the Jesus agenda to hit your life, I'll say that again. If you allow the Jesus agenda to hit your life, I'm telling you, you will not struggle effortlessly, 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 no matter how long it takes, effortlessly. Let you be written off effortlessly. Let men keep you in the bush effortlessly. In, in, in our first service on Friday, I think, the Lord was sharing with us that if you don't believe that when men leave you, God can take you up, go and ask David. His contenders were not strangers. His own family. His siblings. Why have you left the few sheep in the wilderness where you belong? Bush boy. What do you want here? His own brother. His eldest brother. Who should have been sympathetic of his youngest brother. Embraced him was the one pushing him to the bush. But I tell you, if men send you to the bush, you have a Jesus who knows how to bring you to the palace. On his destiny was life in the palace. But you know where his life in the palace started? In the bush. His life in the palace is started in the bush. He has to be around serving everybody, bending down for everybody, becoming everybody's bubble. Even on the way to the palace, 
He had to be treated like just an errand's boy. Take food. Go and give to your brothers. You are the ball boy of the family. They are the warriors. So you take this. Go and feed them. Take it. Go, 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 go. Little did they know that whilst they were pushing him into servitude, whilst they were pushing him, making him an errand's boy, the same thing they did was his journey was his journey to the palace. I don't care what it is anybody is trying to do around you. Only believe in the Jesus agenda. Only give a heart to the Jesus agenda. For it is meant to bring you to a place where nobody can shove you around. Nobody can play around that which you are. Whether they like it or not, the top is your place. Whether they like it or not, the palace is your dwelling. And I wish to announce to somebody another sound of my voice. The world will come around your dwelling. The world will come around your dwelling. And they will not be able to comprehend that which God has done in you. They will look at you. You will not beg for it. And they will be announcing, no, you are a king. You are a king. Even them that hate your guts. They will look at you and announce it over you. They will declare it over you. That the Lord God has brought you somewhere. Like I told you, do you know who it was that made a strong and open declaration over David's life? That you shall surely be king of Israel. It was his arch enemy Saul. He said, now I know that thou shall surely, he underlined the thing, he underlined it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have been doing some series, as it were, where the men of old met Jesus physically in Christophanies. I'm here to hit David's own. David became what he became because of the Christ agenda. You ask, where was Christ in Moses' days when Moses said that? He preferred the reproach of Christ. In Exodus, Moses said he preferred the reproach. Where did he meet Christ? You don't know this our Christ. He appears here and he says that, ah, you people are bragging Abraham is your grandfather. Me, he saw me and he was excited. He was so happy. And the guys were angry. The last time we were checking with Jeremiah, when he met the Lord Jesus, met him. Yes? Go out there. He's been all there. If you are blessed to have Jesus today, precious one, ha! You don't know what it is you have to do. The circumstances in your office, how can you compare it to the many things Jesus has done? The circumstances in your family, how can you relate it to that with Jesus? Has, you have this Jesus in your life. Now, precious one, listen to this strongly. Jesus was never anything to himself. Everything he was made, the reason why he was brought forth out of divinity, he says that I came we corrected that impression that in the final analysis, 
Jesus made us conscious that he did not come from the Father. Jesus did not come from the Father. Jesus said he came out of the Father. And when he says the Godhead, he's talking, he says the Father, he's speaking to the Godhead. Then the disciples, ah, now that you have speak, spoken plainly to us, it is now that you have read it. You have been talking in parables. If you see me, you have seen the Father. And you confuse us. We are asking, show us the Father you said this. The next time you say that, I don't come from here. And the next time you say, now have you spoken plainly to us. Now we know who you are. That you came Please, you are not dealing with an ordinary Jesus. No, somebody's mind must be sighed and get to know. And I'm glad to announce to you that everything that Jesus became is to your advantage. If he is the Lord of laws, it's to your advantage. If he is the great and mighty God, he is to your advantage. We don't, we don't have time. I, I've, I've not been able to say anything I wanted to say this morning. Uh-huh. Yes, the real thing. We don't have time. Second service, I've seen them parading around the place. But church, listen to this. Let it be registered. Say, Anytime you hear Jesus being exalted, <laughs> you hear anything about Jesus, you say, this is to my advantage. They say, Jesus is big. He said, glory. They say, Jesus is powerful. He said, hallelujah. Everything you hear about Jesus, it is to you. Ha, 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 ha. Do you recognize how political party functionaries will make noise only because they were not voted for by just one person amongst them. I see acquired your bar to my advantage. So they will fight tooth and nail to make sure. Oh, glory to God. I love my Jesus. I love this Jesus. Everything he is, is to you. It is for your profit. Let's, let's, let's do this. You know, on Wednesday I'll deal with the details. Looking at the time. If, if you are... In Ephesians chapter 1 and 22. I'm doing this. I had a lot of stuff to share. But like I said, we'll, we'll use what we have. Ephesians 1 and 22. And have put all things under his feet. And have put how many things? And had put how many things? Oh, you are called Shadagosta Kapara de Sadova. 
Can I have a child of God who is looking forward, shouted, I don't settle for ordinary things. Now look at your neighbor and tell them, I don't settle for less. I don't settle for less. My, my, my dear people of God, I'm pleading with you in the name of the Lord that church is not a fanfaring environment. It's not a place where we come to engage in some feel-good slogans that we feel good about ourselves and then go home like that. It's a place where you really come to take of yourself for utilization. And it must start from your mindset, your paradigm. The reason why Jesus said, the spirit of God is upon me to preach the gospel, to preach the gospel to those who need money. Those who need money, those who need cars, those who need houses, those who need partners, those who need estates. I am anointed to preach the gospel. Their satisfaction is in the gospel and their mind must get it. He said to preach the gospel to the poor. I come dinner. Now come with dinner into me. No kokasa. When you talk it in the natural, it does not make sense. I bring you an announcement that Jesus is big to your advantage. Jesus is big to your profiting. Leave church this morning with a dance in your step. That I got Jesus. I got Jesus, our Messiah, everything he is, all the fullness that fills him, it's not for him. It's not for him. All the fullness, when you read and you see, oh, it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness joy. You look for your white handkerchief. You put the scripture down. The spirit of the Godhead bodily dwelleth in my Lord. The spirit of the Godhead body dwelleth in my Lord. The spirit of the Godhead body dwelleth in my Lord. And I am complete in him. Complete, complete, complete in him. I am complete in him. I heard that. It pleased the Father for all fullness to dwell in him. And whatever is in Jesus is to my advantage. It is to my advantage. It is for my profiting. So when I read anything about Jesus, we have shared it expressly here in church. Everybody knows it. That when you pick the Bible, you don't see Jesus. When we pick the Bible, you don't see the Father. You don't see God. When you pick the Bible, you don't see any patriarch or matriarch. When you pick the Bible, who do you see? Who do you see? And if you get this right, reading the Bible will not be difficult for you. Who will be tired of reading about themselves? Talking about themselves. As a way, go and ask Uncle James. He said that whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, which is like one that looketh into a glass, a mirror, and you go. It means the word is a mirror. And I beg you, the last time you looked into your mirror, did you see the Zamrama man who had been carrying the mirror and sold it to you? Was he the one you saw? Or those Kumasi boys who manufacture the mirror. 
I did those, you see. And can I them You picked your mirror now, you stood in front of it now, then you hear Koreba, 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 Koreba. What would you have done in your room? You don't see the manufacturer. The Bible is a mirror to our lives, our true reflection. And whenever you look into it, oh my sir, who do you see but yourself? This is about me. This is about me. Because he was made head and gave him to be the head over all things to He gave Jesus to be head over all things to. So everything Jesus is. Oh yeah, call Sendegega Santaya. The fullness of the Godhead that rested in Christ was not to the advantage of Christ was not for Jesus to walk about here and feel all powerful that I'm God on earth. He has always been. So the fullness of the Godhead that came in him was for him to be a transitional bridge of divinity into humanity. That Jesus will transition divinity. He said, we no more live in heaven. I am the wheel. Divinity is on me. And we are carrying the entire headquarters of divinity to a new location. <clears throat> so all the 33 years he came to live here. That is why, according to their calendar, he said that, guys, it is expedient for you that I go. If I don't go, no, the thing will not be accomplished. I came to transition. You know what? Then he tells them that a little while ye shall not see me, I will die. But a little while ye shall see me because I will resurrect. By my resurrection, the transition would have been complete and you will come into the realm of divinity. And where divinity is, you will see divinity. You will carry me. You will experience me. I speak over somebody's life. We are meeting again in church. And you are coming with a testimony. That divinity, divine things. Divine things. Divine things. Let this be your consciousness. Overturning things. Overturning things. Overturning things. What is it that divinity cannot do? If five loaves could feed 5,000 in the hands of Jesus, I bring you an announcement. Can I say that again? Can I say that again? Greater than what Jesus did. You are not hearing me. Bigger than what Jesus did. How many of you are aware that Jesus expects you to do more than he ever did. Are you 33 years already? He was here for only 33 years. 
And in simple quantitatives, if 33 is equal to this, now state your age. What should you be equal to? Are you there? I bring you an announcement. Heaven has come down. The day you believed, heaven came down. And Jesus is everything. There is so much to explain about this. That Jesus never held anything to himself. He never had anything to himself. Jesus never embraced anything to himself. His greatest anguish. The last time we were receiving the word from here. And we heard that. For the joy that was set before him. What was this joy? That he would go and sit at the right hand of the father. No. The joy that was set before him was that after that he had made his soul an offering for sin. He will see his seed. The joy that was set before him. He went through the meal and said, I will suffer anything for I've got a joy before me. And the joy that was set before him was that you are going to be another Christ. You are going to be another Christ. You are not going to be another. He will see many Christs around the place doing exploits. Sir. Where you don't need to look for the man of God again. Can I call pastor? Can I call bishop? Can I call prophet? Can I call this? No. The joy set before him. Like I said, that when your Lazarus die, you don't need to send for him. The joy that was set before him. That when the waves of this life are blowing you, you don't need to go and look for him and wake him up. Careless thou not that we perish. That you have what it takes in your hands and in your mouth to say, peace, be still. Jesus was everything to your advantage. What do you know Jesus to be? Stand to your feet with me. I have a blessed assurance Jesus is mine and oh what a taste of glory divine 
habanero salvation I've been purchased of God I am born Jesus is yours. Blessed. I have a blessed assurance. It is that Jesus is mine. And oh, Lord, of glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation. Purchased of God. of God. I am born of His Spirit. Born of His Spirit. This is because grace is your story. Be praising him, praising my Savior all my life long. All my life long, praises my story. I have a wonderful story. Praises my song. I've been praising him. Praising my Savior. Praising my Savior. All my life long. And I'm praising my Savior. Praising my Savior. All my life long. You are exalted above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but even in the world unknown, all to our advantage, all for our profiting. Spirit of God, I speak to present-mindedness, in these matters, present-mindedness for every individual here. Present-mindedness. Let it so happen that we don't miss our opportunity to be Christians in Jesus' name. Praise God.